You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi, Why Not Mint Money is a daily podcast on personal finance that helps you get smart about managing money. We help you understand basic money concepts to keep you from making bad money mistakes. Why Not Mint Money is your one-stop solution to money matters. So, let's get started. Welcome to your money journey. Power Grid Corporation of India Limited on Thursday launched the public offer of the first infrastructure investment trust ever by NPSU. At an issue price of rupees 100, the company is aiming to raise around 7735 crore. Hi, I'm Avan of Call from Mint's personal finance team and in this episode of Why Not Mint Money, we'll tell you how these income generating infrastructure assets work, what yields they give and how they are taxed. An invit is a collective investment scheme similar to a mutual fund which allows direct investment from individual and institutional investors in infrastructure projects to earn a small portion of the income as return. An invit is designed as a tiered structure with sponsor setting up the invit which in turn invest into eligible infrastructure projects either directly or via special purpose vehicles. The sponsor needs to hold a minimum of 15% of the units issued by the invit. Globally these instruments are positioned as high dividend paying investments suitable for investors looking for long term stable cash flow with moderate capital appreciation. In terms of returns an invit has to distribute 90% of its total net cash flow to its investors. It means that investors can generate steady earnings throughout the course of investment. Additionally, investors also receive dividend income on their investment in the case the invits have surplus cash flows. Power Sector Infrastructure Investment Trust Indigrid earlier this week had launched rupees 1000 crore non-convertible debenture. Here's Harsha, chief executive officer of the company, explaining how investors get returns from invits and what kind of returns invits have generated over the past few years. Mr. Shah, what is the long-term outlook of invits? Investors should consider total returns from invits, which includes the stable distribution yield that is forecasted and delivered by invits as well as a part of the capital appreciation that may happen on account of the growth prospects as well as other macroeconomic points for example i can refer for indigrid the total return that is delivered since listing is in the range of 88% and majority of that has been delivered in form of quarterly distribution which results into a very stable return generation over a period of time considering that invits operate stable operating asset the predictable distribution which happens over a period of life of the asset provides a very good visibility of the distribution income that the investors will earn out of such plan lastly how is dividend income tax in invits i am very positive about the outlook of invits in the longer run in india since its inception in 2017 till now there has been seven invits and three reits till date with an asset under management of about 2 lakh crores with such a successful track record in place we believe that there is a huge potential of different asset classes like renewables railways hospital colleges pipelines to be owned as invits and reits the government itself has also chosen invits as a platform to monetize uh, its key assets considering the india's requirement of over 
111 lakh crores in next 5 years for infrastructure we believe invits and reits will play a very crucial role in enabling the capital both domestic capital as well as foreign capital to ensure that this capital is available for growth in india well i would request the audience to consult a tax expert as different kinds and types of investors are taxed differently invits are distribute the uh, income in three buckets interest capital repayment and dividend and all of them are taxed separately for example invest is taxed interest is taxed at a marginal rate dividend is taxed free if the subsequent spvs are uh, following the old tax regime and it is taxable if they are following the new tax regime and capital repayment is not taxed in addition to that there is a tds rate that is applicable differently for fpis differently for retail investor and institutions that is also something which investors needs to keep in mind meanwhile insurance regulator idi had recently allowed insurers to invest in debt securities issued by invits the move is expected to improve the overall yield of the portfolios held by the firms while providing more long term funding to the real estate sector while most analysts are bullish on the prospects of the infrastructure investment trusts financial advisors say that despite being triple rated retail investors should exercise caution while investing in these instruments as these companies belong to the infrastructure sector they might face regulatory hurdles that's it for now thanks for tuning in thanks for listening in we're also available on livemin.com and if you're old school then do pick up a copy of mint for some insightful coverage If you have any questions you want us to address do reach us out at HT Smartcast we are present on Twitter Facebook and Insta and if you want to connect over email write in to us at mintmoney@livemin.com until next time it's bye bye cricket ek aisa topic hai ji jis par sabhi ke paas dher sara gyan hota hai par is T20 season cricket gyani sirf wo hoga jo sunega crick bazi ji ha main hu rahul magen aur main host karunga crick bazi podcast with young experts enthusiasts shikhar vashne aur sayed saqib bihaki only on hd smartcast this was a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast